Every year when the holiday season rolls around, I always think about past Christmases, New Year's, even Thanksgiving too. And a lot of that has to do with growing up in New England and remembering that I was really lucky enough to have two amazing families during Christmas. The farm that I grew up on, our family farm that had been in our family forever. And the Stevens side of my family, which is this huge family that goes back to the Mayflower and, you know, back into England and everything. Well, a lot of our traditional Christmases on the farm where I lived were probably a lot like they were for hundreds and hundreds of years. So the way our farm was laid out, this big dairy farm, our house uh, that I grew up in was right near my grandmother's house, right next door. And then further down the road was my aunt and uncles and cousins and all kinds of stuff. So one of the greatest memories I have about that side of the family is just that it was so cool. The, you know, the lead up to Christmas you know, with my brothers and, and hanging out, waiting, you know, for gifts and everything. It was just, it was such a cool thing. I just remember like not even being able to sleep sometimes. So the night before Christmas is when our whole family got together at my grandmother's house next door. We would all show up. Uh, I don't even know what time it was. I, I'm thinking it was early, like six o'clock at night. And I just remember walking into her house and we'd always walk in through this back door that because that's the way walking from my house you know across the lawn into her house that's the way we walked in and as soon as you open the door this warmth of like the fire because they had a big fireplace in that house I mean as a kid you could you could walk into that fireplace because it had an oven in it and everything and you just walk in and all the smell of foods you know, cooking, baking. Um, I think that we had a turkey, but I don't know. We probably had several kinds of meat, tons of food, um, and tons of baked goods. The smell of coffee, just everything. It was just incredible. And my grandmother would have this big spread laid out. You know, all the, the tables would be covered with tablecloths. They would have, everything would be set out. All the, you know, the china, silverware, um, like one of the things I, oh my God, my, my brother and my mom will probably remember this, but Grammy always had ice water with lemon in it. And I just, it was the best water in the world. I know it sounds so basic because it's like water, but it's just one of those things I remember. And so we would all, my whole family, all my cousins would kind of gather there. And I don't remember how many people would be there. I, I feel like it was a lot of people, maybe 30 people maybe 40 people. I don't know, but we'd play games. They had a handmade bowling game and it had like this little trough thing that you held like a little, I don't know how to describe it, but you'd, you'd th throw the ball or roll the ball, which was like a large marble, but I think it was, it was iron or something. I don't know, metal. And you'd roll it and then it would hit these little pins and then you'd keep score. It was really cool. I'd, I'd love to know where that game is now. My grandmother would play piano. 
um, that, you know, I don't remember the TV being on. I think she probably didn't allow the TV to be on unless it was a football game or something. And we would just all graze on food and hang out. All the adults would go out on the front porch and smoke cigarettes because my grandmother did not allow smoking in the house. So they'd be out there smoking. I'm sure my grandmother still hated it. And it was freezing cold. It was, you know, it was New England. It was always cold and snowy in the winter. And then, you know, the big lead up would be that this, the fire department would send this truck all through the neighborhoods with Santa Claus on it. And so we'd all run outside and and see it and then go back into the house where it was nice and warm and have dessert. It was just incredible experience. And my, the whole time my grandmother, you know, who was just kind of this idol to me, she, you know, I hate to say it, but more so than my grandfather, she was more of this charismatic, you know, kind of matriarch in our family. And even though my grandfather was incredible and he was a, a leader too, my grandmother kind of shined. I, that's just the way that she was. And she was always so nice to me. So the Christmases there were just incredible. And then we'd go home after, you know, I don't know how late we stayed up, probably not that late, but we'd go home all full and happy and everything and go to bed waiting for, you know, the next day when we'd have all of our presents. So that was, that was what it was like on the Steven side of things. And next I'll talk about what it was like on the Barlow side, which is my mom's side of the family. Also totally cool family. And what's weird is I don't remember now, like how we split that up. Like did some years we go to the, you know, to, the Stevenses and some of the Barlows. I just, I don't remember. I'll have to ask my mom. Next up for Christmas was Christmas at the Barlows house. This is my mom's family, my mom's side of the family. And Paul and Thelma Barlow, my grandmother and grandfather were again, these just incredible people. And I know I say that about both sets of my grandparents, but I'm really fortunate enough to, to, you know, to have two sets of grandparents that were just incredible and lived long lives. So I got to spend a lot of time with them. So I'm not sure how it worked out, like what years we went to, you know, the Stevenses for Christmas or to my grand, you know, the Barlow's. But I I remember going to both. So going to the Barlow's house, this was this beautiful farmhouse, kind of a, I think it's called a gamble style house. I'm probably going to get that wrong, but it was beautiful. And it sat up on this corner on a a small hill on a farm. And it was, it was really cool. I remember driving up into this driveway and again, like with my other grandparents walking into this house and you're just greeted by the smell of because there's always a fire going so you know the campfire smell fireplace smell food the smell of food warm air um they their house had this cool smell and i hope that my brother when he listens to this or my mom will remember this but it kind of was this woodsy leather fur and by fur, I guess I mean like evergreens, furs, those kind of trees and stuff smell. It was this really unique smell. 
but I, I always loved the smell of their house. So the, the women would be in the kitchen, we'd walk in and they had a big black Labrador retriever and he'd always greet me. I think his name was Charlie, but I'm not 100% sure, but I loved him. He smelled cool too. I, as I'm talking about this, I'm remembering all these smells and I don't know if that happens to you when you remember stuff, but I think it's, it's just such a cool thing. So the front end of their house, there was a, like a, I guess it would be a front room, not really a living room, but a front room or, and it had a fireplace in it. And that's where they would have the Christmas tree set up. They would deck out that room and it was just absolutely beautiful. I just remember thinking how beautiful their front room was and it was comfortable. Everybody was sitting around. Again, the women were generally in the kitchen cooking. The guys were, you know, everywhere else in the house or outside smoking cigarettes. Or I don't remember if they, if my grandmother allowed smoking cigarettes in that house. But anyway, we would all hang out and then we would open gifts. And just, it was just such a blast. I mean, they were, they were just the coolest people to, you know, and my, and my other cousins were there. My, these are the cousins that um, I really, really liked and looked up to. Not that there was cousins on the other side of the family I really liked too. My cousin Gail, I adored. My cousin Mary. Um, but they were just really cool. Probably because also I didn't spend as much time with these cousins as I did my other cousins just for the simple fact that my other cousins lived on the same farm. So these cousins were, they were different. They just seemed really cool to me. I always, I always thought they were just the coolest people. And I think they, I still think they are, but we would, we would go through that experience over at my grandmother's house. It would always be cold and we'd have to leave to go home. But the cool part about going home is that we knew the next day we were going to get all of our gifts. And my, my parents were really incredible. I was very fortunate. They always got either everything we wanted for Christmas, or they tried to get a ton of stuff for us. They didn't have a lot of money. We didn't grow up with a lot of money, but they always made sure that we were well taken care of. They always made sure we get a lot of gifts for Christmas and they always made that experience special. And that's a tough thing to do in, I think in any family to make sure that, you know, all these holidays are special to your kids and that way you'll continue that tradition. And maybe now, you know, maybe now it's, it's harder. I don't know, but I know that my parents did a great job with doing that for us. Now that both of the night before Christmas parties had happened, either at the Stevens's or the Barlow's house, we went home, went to bed and you know how it is when you're a kid, you cannot wait to get up and open presents. And my parents were really, really, I was fortunate. My parents were really good about getting us a lot of stuff and, you know, stuff that we wanted. What's cool about that is my parents didn't have a lot of money. We were, we were not wealthy by any means. We, we, we had everything we needed, which to me, that's the most fortunate life that you can have growing up. But you know, they didn't have a ton of money, but they found money to buy us. They must've saved up all year to buy us kids gifts. 
So it was really dramatic when probably more so when my older brother Gary and I were young kids. This is before, you know, we were probably till my little brother came along, which I think I was eight when my little brother was born. So we just had the, you know, it's kids, so you can just buy them tons of stuff. But I remember going to bed, getting up in the morning, and my mom, first we had to we had to work because that was the deal on the farm. You had to get your work done first. Then my mom would make breakfast, and then we'd open gifts. I'd always have hot chocolate, too. I did, oh, my God, my mom made the best hot chocolate. So we would, I just remember coming out into the living room, and it was so full of gifts. There were so many presents underneath the tree. It, it covered half the room. And they were all wrapped really, really well. My mom was an excellent wrapper. She still is. She still wraps gifts unbelievably. And she still sends me stuff every year for Christmas. It's incredible. So we'd get all our stuff done, you know, anticipating opening gifts, just probably just going nuts. We probably drove my mom and dad crazy. But then we'd start ripping into gifts. I remember like some of my favorite gifts were the little slot car racing uh, <laughs> racetracks. So they're made out of plastic. You put them all together. It takes forever to put them together. There's usually all these problems, but they're really cool. And I remember picking them out in the Sears book or whatever we we're using. I'm pretty sure it was a Sears wish book. I got that. I got... Oh my God, I got so much stuff. I got this thing called Creepy Crawlers. And Creepy Crawlers was this this thing that made little like plastic or rubber creatures like spiders and tarantulas. I mean, I had so much fun with that thing. It was so dangerous. I can't believe they let kids play with it because it got hot. It heated up this stuff called goop. And then you pulled these little creatures out of it and they were it was so cool. Um, I got train sets because I was into HO trains for a while. I got all kinds of stuff. Everything... I mean, I'm serious. I think anything that I pretty much asked for that was reasonable, my parents would get it for us. And my mom, I could tell my mom and dad loved Christmas. They loved the excitement of seeing us kids, you know, open stuff and, and then just spending the day together eating and hanging out. It was just, it's a really cool experience. And it's one of those things that I think we forget about it. You forget how precious those moments are. You know, when I look at um, families that have kids now and they're around that age and going through it, when you're going through it, I guess you don't realize just how special that is because it's it's never going to happen again like that. You're never going to have a Christmas like you did when you were a little kid. That's one of the cool things about it. I feel incredibly fortunate that I got to experience that in New England um, on these these big farms and just the kind of traditional Christmas that most people don't have now and a lot of people didn't have back then and I consider myself very lucky to have gone through that the other thing is that the, all those little traditional things going out and, and waiting for the fire truck to go by with Santa Claus on it it like that's just such a cool thing I don't even know if they still do that anymore I'm sure they do some places but anyway I just wanted to share kind of what my Christmases were like. And I'm sure that when you're listening to this, you're thinking about your own. And I hope they were just as wonderful.